welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one equitable page of Talmud every day. You know, in Talmud, like in life, some days are more difficult, more thorny than others. And today, the pages that we read, 90 and 91 in Masichet Pesachim, are you know, some of those difficult ones. Take a listen to the following paragraph. Rabbi Oshaya said, The Mishnah and Baraita are referring to one who registers a prostitute for his Paschal lamb, giving her a portion in it as payment for her services. And the Mishnah and Baraita are in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Udanasi, who holds that a Paschal lamb is considered a person's personal property for the purposes of allowing additional people to register for it. And I don't know about you, but something struck me as odd in bringing up a prostitute as the kind of yardstick with which to measure whether or not a certain kind of transaction with the Paschal Lamb was indeed morally kosher. And so I am very happy to turn to one of the wisest people I know, a returning guest to this podcast, Rabbanit Lassarna. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. It is always a pleasure. Help me out here. This may be just me, but it's kind of a bit of an icky sense. They're saying, well, you know, the Pascal Lamb's your personal property and you could give a portion to anyone you want, even, you know, like a prostitute. So I think there's a few things going on here that might make sense to clarify. So when we mean personal property, that's as opposed to temple property. So, for example, if you had an animal that you had kind of dedicated to a normal sacrifice, not a pastoral lamb, but some other animal that was some other sacrifice, and you had already said, this animal is going to be this sacrifice for me, you could not then use that animal as payment to anyone, a prostitute or just someone you owe a debt to or someone you want to buy something from, because that animal is temple property. Right. So what's strange about the Paschal offering is that you actually do retain some kind of ownership over it. That's what Rebuda see there is saying. And the way he reads that out from a verse in the Torah, which says, if a household doesn't have sufficient funds for their own Paschal lamb, then they can go in with another household. And so how does that work if the original household that maybe already dedicated their lamb, can another household come along and buy into it? And so he says, based on this verse, yes. And when he originally dedicated his pastoral lamb, he did that with in mind that someone else might come along and 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 buy a stake in it. So that's the the like bigger conversation. And then the question is, well, how far does that extend? Like, does it even extend to a prostitute? And the answer seems to be, at least in the eyes of Ariyoshaya, the answer seems to be yes. So you can say. And definitely the icky feeling that you're pointing to is totally there in a few different ways. But there is one sort of positive read of it, which I'll put forward before we maybe dive into the ickiness, which is that every Jew has a place in the Paschal offering, including women, at least by this read, um, or everyone would say it, including women, but we do have a discussion in the Talmud and days past already um, in Masachet Sachin about whether women are obligated in the Paschal offering or whether they just participate voluntarily. And, um, you know, it's not so clear on that front. And as a woman, that's not a great feeling, right? Like, you want to feel like I'm obligated, I'm included. And this then comes along and says, yeah, not only are women included, even a prostitute can buy her spot in a Korban Hazah 
through her rendering of services, which is fascinating because women have a property issue, right? That it's very challenging for women to own property in the like halakhic paradigm, though it's easier than in other kind of ancient paradigms. But what she does own maybe is her own body. So even if she has nothing else, she could potentially sell her skills in prostitution to gain herself a place in a Corbin Pesach. So there is something that's like wildly inclusive about that, even with all of the complexity. Lasarna, I think that you have once again succeeded in taking the difficult and the thorny and shining a bright, positive, inspiring light on it. And for that, I thank you so much. Thank you for being our guest. Thanks. My pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.